Eminem told me to switch the style up and let the haters hate as the money piles up. That's what, that's what Eminem told me. That's what you gotta do. Well, now you're in some, like, interstellar 1970s sci-fi interior of a fleshlight looking thing. So, <laughs> episode 261 with Warren Eshpeter, who is currently coming live from Lithuania in a former Soviet bloc apartment with less wall decorations than a supermax prison. I mean, my room's just as empty, dude. I don't. You got the flag, but nobody else sees the sad desolation. No one else sees the empty, the emptiness. It's cold, just fluorescent lights, just coldness. Just, and, you know, am I wearing pants? Am I wearing a skirt? Who knows? But. <laughs> well, if I go back to my text messages an hour before we started recording when I was asking you what you were. <laughs> oh, you know, <laughs> if I can just go back and look at what you were wearing. Um, did you see, I don't know if it was just a meme, but my like reasoning powers are at like an all time low. And just like my general care of what's going on in 2020. So I'm just going to take yeah. this meme I saw as fact that it was like a Utah helicopter crew spots like a silver monolith in the desert. <laughs> like 2001 A Space Odyssey. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. And someone was like, this is not the year for that. <laughs> so it is it is on the news. A 12-foot metal pillar protruding from the ground in a cove of Red Rock Wednesday has just I got a for everybody watching I got a link are you do yeah let me link you how come I don't how come I can't like share screen shit that was a sure you can just was, click screen share but I don't know how to click mysterious share metal metal pillar found in Utah desert an enigmatic nearly 12 <laughs> Oh, come on. Not 20. This is like uh, Stanley Kubrick. Yeah, dude, they even mentioned it. Something out of 2001 A Space Odyssey. We were kind of joking. Oh. Oh. Maybe there's a remake of 2001, and this is some awesome guerrilla marketing. 2020 Space Odyssey. Oh, shit. 2021 A Space Odyssey, 20 years later. The pillar is in such a remote location that if people were to visit it, they would likely become stranded and need to be rescued. Dude, this... This isn't good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I've got another link. The Department of Public Safety Aero Bureau. What kind of fucking bureau is that? Found a mo metal monolith installed in the ground in a remote area of Red Rock. The proof said there's no obvious indication of who might have put it there. Yeah, they would need to be rescued. It is illegal to it's install. A big chunk of metal just sticking up from the ground. Dude, is this how it starts? Well, if it really was alien, right? Stuff. Wouldn't they not? They wouldn't show us, right? The government wouldn't show us. Did the go who found it? Did the news find it before the government and say, "Hey, no"? No, it, it was it was the government, Utah Department of Public Safety Aero Bureau. A division, oh, yeah. a division of the Utah Wildlife Resources. They're accounting bighorn sheep in Utah, which is apparently what they normally use those taxpayer funds for. But now they found a metal obelisk. 
Uh, so yeah, it, I mean, it's about two people tall. Because here's a picture of a guy standing on another guy's shoulders. Man. So this is it, huh? This is the beginning of the end. I'd say this is like a middle middle of the end. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think it ends in 2020. I mean, like, we all have this idea, or at least I do, that, like, 20, I was thinking this the other day. It's, like, that 2020 is the big, like, this, like, event, these events that are occurring have no regard for the human-created calendar. Like, this might just be their, like, their epoch or, like, their era. Yeah. 2021 might just, it just keeps going. Like, it doesn't give a fuck about our 12-month cycle, whatever this unfolding of events is. Yeah. Like, a calendar is a human creation. It has these events have no reason to stop. I mean, what New Year's? Wow, we finally got through twenty twenty. Like, you know, that's like, you know, it's like you fail a course, but hey, the semester's over. It's like, dude, you just have to pick up these pieces in January. <laughs> like, like why, why, why do we think twenty twenty one is going to be better? I think. Uh... Just hope for change. I hope that ticking it over makes it stop. I I don't think a lot of people maybe Obama need, maybe Obama needs to run for a third term and just go hope and change. But this time we can all actually get behind him and be like anything, just anything, anything else, anything else. I've always been under the impression that Joe Biden is Obama in a lizard skin suit. Well, I mean, yeah, I think that's a pretty widely accepted fact. But I don't know. I actually haven't really put much thought into not Obama running for a third term, but the fact that nobody, like nothing, animals don't care about the year. Nobody cares about the year. Nobody cares about what time it is. Like, (laughs) bad shit's just going to happen. Yeah, like it's not, you know, that's like, that's like your house is on fire and it's like, oh, you know, and you're a firefighter and you have to like, you respond to a house call. You're like, well, my shift ends in 30 minutes. That's what I'm saying. Like, Oh man, I know the Twin Towers are on fire, but guess who gets off at 10? This guy! And it's like, no, dude, we are halfway up the building. Like, we're, we're here. We're now. And you're like, no, man, like, I know I know we're about to invade, like, Omaha Beach, but, like, guess who's going home tomorrow? And it's like, you might not. <laughs> like, you might not, you know? It's kind of like Chernobyl, right? Where, like, they just... It's, it's like if enough people convince themselves that nothing's happening. But it's like Chernobyl is just like, your cognitive dissonance means nothing. There is radiation everywhere. Yeah, you're dying. Like it doesn't, Everyone, yeah. you know, getting sick and dying. Yeah. It didn't happen. It's like, you can say that. That blue light's going up through the atmosphere. Like, it's here, man. But why would, why, why, did, why is it going to end on December 31st? This isn't a, this isn't a function of the Gregorian calendar. It's also, that always astonished me about like all the conspiracy theorists, right? Like Mayan calendar 2012. I'm like, well, but like, what is, they didn't have any idea of the Julian or Gregorian calendar, right? They're on their own friggin' timeline. And and yeah, we get how many days are in a year and all that, but like the year number itself, it's like, they don't care who Jesus is. Yeah. They're not yeah. impacted by A D B C whatever. Yeah. B C E and C E as yeah. they now call it. Yeah. But yeah, dude, that's something I was like, God said, you know, December twelfth, twenty twenty twelve. It's just like Yeah. 
and like in al- aliens from other civilizations like who knows what their like period of, of orbit is maybe theirs is like a year of theirs is like two months of ours so who's to say that like they're coming in the year this it's like we're not you know it's like we have it's like there's like m- like metric and imperial like there might be that for just but like references of time they have the like they have their meter to our year you that's know? why i think it would be really interesting if we ever set people up on like the moon or mars it's just like how i wonder how clocks would go by i think they're right? pretty i think actually i have no idea why am i trying to speak like, on that i have no idea yeah what would that be imagine imagine the jet lag you would get if you're like oh yeah uh-huh. dude coming back from the moon next week and you're just like you know it takes the moon 28 days to spin <laughs> so their orbit orbit earth well it's tidally locked 28 days to do both maybe what if the move is we just flip our entire like clock upside down I was thinking, like, what if all of society got on a nocturnal schedule? Like, wouldn't that be weird if, like, all of our lives were just, we, everyone did everything at night now? Well, it'd be like living in in uh, Alaska or Sweden during yeah. winter, you know, when yeah. it's black all the time for, like, months. I Well, in college, I would go nocturnal for, like, the two weeks of finals. Yeah. Where I would, I would literally sleep, yeah. like, noon or 2 p.m. to, like, 8 10 p.m wake up go to the gym eat and like just sit there in an empty library yeah fucks you up so much yeah there's a lot of things but i don't think like i don't think it was that bad the finals week everyone's pretty quiet it's like during the day no one's raging so it's like you can definitely sleep through the day i didn't even have blackout curtains or something just depression (laughs) and (laughs) it works it's the best sleep aid ever bro for real for real tons of people one thing i don't get man my roommate no matter what wakes up at like 7 or 6 30 like naturally doesn't even set an alarm no matter what time she she could be completely thrashed and like just drunk and pass out at 3 a.m and she'd be up at 7 and she'd be like all right time to do yoga i'm like bro if i went to sleep at 8 p.m you could not get me out of bed before noon no matter what that's just that's your that's your who I am. if 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 i am unintruded on sleep i will go the full 13 15 hours i don't know if we're making up for something but that's that's the end of that story you got some <laughs> spin off that one <laughs> play podcast guy play me out tommy <laughs> uh, i had a friend like that in high school who no, doesn't matter go to bed at midnight go to bed at 5 p.m go to bed at 5 a.m up at six just up at six but yeah i don't know man i was thinking it's like what alan watts that philosopher said he was like if you went up to like a you know if you could just talk to birds and you just came to earth and you asked a bird what time it is it would say it's now and i don't know why that always stuck with me but it's just what time alan is it? Watts did a lot of ass <laughs> alan watts was acid dude alan watts they would collect his sweat and that was how they sold acid it was just alan so watts if- sweat if every night you dreamed and if every night you dreamed and you could dream any dream you wanted to dream what would you desire i suppose like you could, you you could, could live anything you want life you could live every life possible yeah, it's like if, every, if every eight hours was 75 years of subjective time or any amount of time well first you would live every adventure you would have fulfill all your wishes 
Every great love affair, food, banquets, dancing girls. The real Alan Watts quote. I've listened to this a thousand of times. That's funny. And after a while, you would try something new, a new adventure. Rescue princesses from dragons, make wonderful explosions and blow them up. Go on heroic journeys. And like kids daring each other, you would slowly start to push yourselves. How far could you go? What more could you take? Soon you would start to forget that you were dreaming. Forget that you were God. You'd push it further and further because it'd be so great when you finally woke up because you'd be so anxious. And you'd wake up and go, ah, it was just a dream. Well, eventually you'd push farther and farther out until you are where you are now. Listening to me talk, living the life you are living today. You are actually dreaming, pretending you aren't God because that's what God would do if God got bored. Just listen to Alan Watts. That's fucking Alan Watts, dude. And that that's it's like my movie. that's my philosophy of, of like life. I really like all bullshit aside, that's I heard that like a couple months before I decided not to go to med school. So I heard that and I just like couldn't refute that. And that's now I'm making a living doing podcasts, so I mean it worked. It almost you killed me. Get, it you almost need some hardcore philosophers. Who are like modern day Alan Watts people? I don't know, man. I feel like philosophy is not a booming field. Yeah. Watts died in 73. Ramdas died last December. Um, I think David Bowie died two years ago. Yeah, I mean, I don't really I know. That he was a philosopher. I don't think he was either. I think he just did a lot of coke. I don't know. How does one... Who decides who's a philosopher? Right, it wouldn't be a degree. That would that's like antithesis to philosophy. Like someone's gonna no, tell no, you. No, there's you. Can, well, I know, I know, but I'm saying degrees. true philosophers. If you could talk to like a Plato or an Alan Watts, what would they say? They'd be, you know, like, you're not a philosopher. Alan Watts have a degree in philosophy. No, he was like a deacon. He was a priest or a deacon, and then he started writing. He was like a terrible father. He cheated on his wife. He was an alcoholic, and he lived in a houseboat in Sausalito, California. He, uh, he had like, a master's degree in theology. Yeah, and he lived all across the world. He was born in 1915. What a weird life. Yeah. Dude, he was, doing, he was doing all the shit. It's like people like Alan Watts or even like people think Bob Marley was some super zen renegade, right? What are they like normally? They can't always just have that. When the microphone's off. Yeah. Yeah. Like John John Lennon was like, imagine the world thing just go and beat the shit out of his wife. Like (laughs) he was he was a ruthless capitalist. He gave his kid away. He literally let someone else raise his kid. He's like, I hate this thing. What an And like this man was the poster boy for hippieism. So I'd be interested to see like you know, Alan Watts was a bad person. He was an alcoholic. His wife said he was horrible. His kids said he wasn't attentive. He was Alan Watts. Yeah, Alan Watts is a terrible person. But it's like, goddamn, the the guy could drop some wisdom. But you know, it's like Michael Jordan or Tom Brady. Like they're not always winning the championship. That doesn't mean they're any less of like an all star off the field. It's just if you woke them up at four a.m., they'd probably be grumpy and be like, "Fuck it, what do you what do you want? You know, get fuck out of here." You know, they're not always primed to go throw that Super Bowl winning touchdown. I mean, guess. I mean, I, I, I don't think like, that's really fair. Alan Watts really was just like a bad person. He's yeah, I was going to say, I think 
it's just an you asshole. can't talk down athleticism <laughs> to a hey man hey man Listen, there's only a few ways i can take tom brady down a notch let me have it all right let me knock that fucker down from just a couple feet off the summit of mount olympus just let me have it just <laughs> Tom Brady doesn't always throw, you know, Hail Mary touchdowns. Just like Alan Watts, you know, hit his wife. Yeah, sometimes. it's the same thing, man. We're all bad people. You get off the game. You that's seen um, that Onion article where it's like the ups and ups of being Tom Brady? Ups and ups of being it's Tom like, Brady. It's like on one side you're a Super Bowl winning champion, but you got to remember there's another side you don't see, like signing a Rolex deal. <laughs> the ups and ups of being Tom Brady. <laughs> I don't know, man. But then you look at someone like Richard Alpert, Ramdas, and he actually was like anyone that ever met him. Like every account across the board is like, dude was just glowing, just beautiful, just like camera, no camera. Richard Alpert changed his name to Ramdas, R-A-M-D-A-S-S. He died last year. He was like 90. He was Timothy Leary's best friend in the 60s. Harvard LSD experiments. He was a clinical psychologist at Harvard. Oh, wow. Yeah, he and Tim Feelier turn on, tune in, drop out. They they kind of, like, kicked off the 60s. He was known as Baba. Baba Ramdas, yeah. Baba Ramdas. Why does he look like Cheech from Cheech and Chong? Well, because if you looked at him before, like, at Harvard, he always talks about, like, the life he was on. Three-piece suits, penthouses, you know, private plane, Mercedes, motorcycle, just, uh, just always sleeping with the most beautiful women, always being seen at the most happening restaurants just like he was playing the game and he was playing it well but he talks about like every once in a while he'd be he'd be in his bathtub late at night by himself and there'd be nobody's eyes to look into to tell him how great he was and he knew that he it wasn't enough and so he did psilocybin one day with timothy leary and that just changed everything he dropped out of harvard he got fired from harvard he moved to the himalayas and he like met a guru and he stayed there for a couple of years and he came back like covered in hair and beads and wore a cloak and uh, he eventually moved to Nepal, and he helped fundraise enough money for, like, cataract surgery for, like, 2 million Indian farmers. Like, legitimately 2 million, 2000000 people. Like, it had a huge impact on people's lives. And then went on, like, a talking circuit and, like, gave all of his money away to charity for until he died. He was living in Hawaii. Even to the very end, he would he would get on, like, if you wanted. I, I wish I had done it, but if you wanted, you could just schedule, like, a Skype meeting with him, and he would just come on and talk to you, and, like, the comedian Duncan Trussell did it with him a couple times. Damn, dude, that would have been cool. He really was, like, I think he died right before I started doing the first podcast, which which sucks, which I don't know why he had to die then. It's kind of selfish, if you ask me. Oh, he died end of the end of last year, yeah. Yeah. Wow. He, I love him because he, he and Alan Watts were buddies, but Ram Dass actually was like a great person. Alan Watts was just like, he was the John Lennon of yeah, the Beatles. Yeah, yeah, had some great hits. But man, not just with philosophy, he also put some great hits on his wife. You know, just, I don't think he beat his wife, but I don't know, speculating wildly. I don't know why not. Let's just assume he beat his wife. Alan, well, now we gotta look. Alan Watts, we're on his Wikipedia page. Yeah, died, uh, died in 73. Middle years, later years, worldview, personal life. Married three times, had seven children. Raging alcoholic. 
Uh, he was a heavy smoker throughout his life and in his later years a heavy drinker never well it's on wikipedia i don't know yeah you but look, like i mean i trust wikipedia but nobody said he was just beating the shit out of people well, no one said he wasn't that's true dude so you know he could have been into bestiality i don't know why we can't speculate about that he probably fucked pigs you <laughs> I mean, did anyone ever say he didn't? Give an inch. Give an inch to Kamal. Hey, man. Hey, man. It's it's war out there. You gotta fight. I don't know why I'm fighting Alan Watts, but... He's dead. He's, he's, dead, he's fucking You're dead. Well, I ain't finished, man. He's gonna be like, what the fuck was that? What? Call me a necrophiliac, man, because I'll fuck him after he's dead. <laughs> it's, but, yeah, man. It's crazy because if you ever listen to him talk, and like if it's like a remastered, like audio file so you can't hear all like the crackles and it sounds like it's old you wouldn't know that this guy is talking in like the late 60s the shit he's saying it sounds like it'd be today he's like think of like yeah he's like think about the cold war but he never said like how it's passed because he was obviously in it he's like he was like come on like we're not actually gonna ever go to war with the soviets it's too great of an, a, too, a thermonuclear war he's like it's too great he's like what's really happening he's like a bunch of defense contractors are getting a lot of money he's like it's very benefit i remember hearing it i was like that sounds like an edgy meme you'd see in like the late 2000s but then i was like oh fuck this was recorded in like 68 <laughs> like yeah 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 but uh yeah i don't know man it's always weird listening to him because someone like Ram Dass, I could always take his stuff into heart because he would talk about, he would always say, he'd be like, you know, when he's meditating, he'd be like, I am like a selfish person. Like I, I'm not as like generous of a lover as I should be. I do a lot of charity, but like, damn, I like when people see that I'm doing charity. Like, oh, you see me like helping build this homeless home? Like, he's like, that's my ego coming. But he'd, he'd address all of it. And it kind of made it more, uh, you could identify with it more. Alan Watts, it was like, there is no problem. It's like, we are all constantly in a sea of love. And I know I would always be like, how do I get to that level? And then it wasn't until years later, I was like, he's fucking halfway through a bottle of vodka. It's very easy to feel like we're all love <laughs> when you're fucking nine shots deep before sunrise. Like, we're all just waves of energy, like shit. And then, but yeah. Is Alan Watts deep on the psychedelic train? Later, yeah. He and Ron Buss actually wrote a book with Timothy Leary called The Joyous Cosmology. And it reads like a book written by a bunch of guys high on psychedelics because it has like an introduction, a preface, a foreword. Uh, it has like 11 things before the book starts. And then the book starts and the book's like shorter than like all of the entrances combined. It just sounds like a bunch of guys high and they weren't sure which one to put first. Like, we'll do a forward and a preface. There's like 10 different things that start the book. Uh-huh. And then at, at, there's like a conclusion, like a afterward, uh, <laughs> closing. There's like, the whole thing is just to be, and it just, it's to anyone else, it doesn't seem like, but I think if you just took a bunch of guys high on fucking acid, that's probably the book they would write. But if we just did every type of like, you know, introduction, word of the author it's but he was a good author um wisdom of insecurity that was my favorite book for a while it's a really good book wisdom of insecurity yeah that's a really good alan watts book i read it right before i lost my brother to suicide and i read it right after and it was very very helpful 
Oh, yeah, it's pretty cheap, too. Yeah. You fucking cheap shit. Yeah, I'm broke as hell. Um, you're sexy as hell. That's what you are. Um, is that a business proposal? <laughs> yeah, it is, man. You trying to make some cash? Hey, cutie. What are you doing? Um, Eight. Eight. I haven't read a book in God knows how long. I can't read, man. Never learned. Never fucking learned. Never learned how to count. I text to speech everything. Yeah. I don't know what these these hieroglyphics mean on my keyboard. These are just symbols to me. I can't even recognize them. <laughs> you got to get someone who's like not Cheech and Sean, but did you ever watch that? Uh, so you know, you know, Vice, right? Mm-hmm. Like they did the TV channel. Now they've they've rebranded and gotten a lot trendier with the new minimalist logo, Viceland. That's what they call the TV I've, channel. I've seen the memes of them where it's like how you choose a Vice article, and it's like throwing darts, and it's like adjective verb, and it's like I smoked crocodile with Transylvanian heroin addict uh, prostitutes and this is what I learned yes see there is they had a they have a couple shows that are pretty good they had one with Eddie Wong is like a new age Anthony Bourdain guy but they have this one I honestly forget the name of the show but they get this PhD pharmacist who just loves tripping balls oh and yeah he goes, he goes all over the place like talking about the chemistry and then just like absolutely losing it on like dmt yeah and you he he talks to a lot of people just like very shortly right because it's mostly about him just getting high um but he talks to a lot of good people who write a lot of crazy books on this sort of stuff so you should dig into that because i think there would be a lot of cool stuff a lot of cool conversations you could have like truly zen like people living out in the Sonoran Desert, just yeah. hanging out, just removed. I've thought of kind of what we were talking about earlier, like the human calendar. Mm-hmm. There was like two weeks in Georgia mm-hmm. one time where it was like just me at my apartment. Like my girlfriend at the time was out of town, and I remember I like turned my phone off, like undid the internet, and like didn't check any electronics for like two weeks, and I just. I just wanted, and I didn't listen to music either, no distractions. I just wanted to see, like, what would happen if it just, like, removed all stimuli. Mm-hmm. And it took, like, two or three days of just being like, I want to play video games. I want to check Reddit. I want to, you know, fucking whatever. And then all of a sudden, I just started to get the, these, like, these, like, waves of peace and, like, doing no drugs either. I mean, I was doing a lot of drugs at the time of my life, but, like, at this time, I was not. And it was weird how, like, you know, well, in the news now and riots are happening and COVID, like, what it would be is, like, after several days of nothing, you, you stop having this, you stop importing, like, the, this narrative into your life from the news or from sports or whatever. And soon you could only experience what was truly within, like, your line of sight and within earshot. That'd be kind of cool. Well, what happened was is I started to... Well, nothing bad was happening. The sun's shining. Went outside and just, like, birds are chirping. There's no, like, fighting breaks out in northern Somalia today. It was just car... Just 
you were only within what you could see. And it was so peaceful for like 14 days. It was so peaceful. And I decided like, I can, now I can enjoy it and I'll just kind of use a little bit of my phone. And like within like two days, I was completely back into just like bad habits and doing things. And I haven't gone back to it in six years, but like for those two weeks, it was really peaceful. There's a, first of all, I like that. That sounds really cool. I think that would be a good experience for everyone to just completely unplug every once in a while, right? Um, but there is this uh, phone that people are selling, and I kind of, like a couple of years ago, I mean, still now, I just, I don't even know why. I, I'm not checking my texts. I don't have Snapchat. I'm just, like, refreshing my email. Yeah, and, like, me too. Hoping my life's going to change me just, too. Like, just a may- second at a time. Maybe I should and- check my YouTube studio. Oh, I got another view. Look at that. That's, whew. So everyone has that thing yeah, that just- they just <laughs> it's- refresh constantly. But there's uh, this phone. I think it was a Kickstarter campaign. It's called the Light Phone. And I, I originally, like a few years ago, I'm like, dude, I'm just going to get a, like a Nokia brick phone. Like I can text, but like calling is just so much more efficient, that sort of thing. I can't, I'm going to be honest, I can't get over the loss of utility that a normal phone has, like with GPS and email. Like some of that stuff's really important and sometimes. A calculator right? and a camera. And what? And a camera and a calculator and just... Yeah, it's everything. It's smart. <laughs> it's a smartphone. <laughs> but the the phone's called the light phone. I forget what it is. It's like there aren't any notifications. No, no bloatware apps you can get. And it's just like GPS music text call. I feel, and maybe email. I feel I like know. I would just start abusing things within that system. I Well, see, same with me. Because part of it... I thought about that. I'm like, that's a good idea, right? Like, if you if you want to unplug a little bit, like, this is a way to do that. And I'm sure that they do something with, like, making sure you only get notifications certain times a day. It's not all immediate. But, like, dude, just say your shit to do not disturb. Don't download weird apps. Just, like, I, I only hang out on four apps anyway, and it's those exact apps. It's GPS, music, Spotify, and then my, my text and calls. And I'm like, I really don't have other apps that I use, but I'm still just managing or email and I just managed it. You know, a, when you start isolating yourself to one thing, you're just gonna it's, you're just gonna abuse that thing. So what how would you go about that? This is now turning into a therapy session. Yeah. So so I thought of this while this was happening in twenty sixteen and I was like, why don't I do this at all times? And it was like well, like I needed to like find a job and it was like, well, you got to do that. And then as you're doing this and then you all, you know, your girlfriend wants to go to this. So you got to take this picture and tag it here. And next thing you know, it's just kind of, you just kind of get pulled into it like quicksand and it sucks. The realization I came to, and it was a shitty one, but I think it can be done. Actually, if, if ever, I would say I'm closer to it now was that you would have to be your own boss with your own source of revenue so that you had no obligation to go back to the system because like you can zone out in this peaceful area but i mean if you got to be at work on monday and you got to be checking your emails because fucking x y and z is going to call us i think well, what you need is your own money to go get your own place and you'd really just 
you'd have to have the freedom and it sucks because it's like at the core that means you're still hooked to the system money but at a certain point you got to realize that you are a carbon-based life form that requires shelter food and water like there's a certain thing you can't break down further i think the with like having having been my own boss right and like having steady income you still have so many so many like sudden random obligations because your customers become your boss right whether that's for you whether that's i have more obligations now than ever (laughs) exactly you have the people you're going to interview you have the you know your whoever's paying you in charge of that and then you have like you know if you get any sponsors or analytics or if you're trying to get set up for sponsors for me um even on the weeks where i was winding down right i wasn't just hardcore advertising i was cruise control i was getting texts from people all the time like hey are we doing this monday like what's the time do i have the code like are we set up i'm like yeah 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 and then, you know on that like you also get your emails and i i have given people multiple emails before and so i have like three accounts to check and then i have all my texts all my calls some people whatsapp me because they they lived in canada or something and I'm just like, this is not, I feel more free with less responsibility, right? Like that just yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, I don't know. Maybe you have to accept that there's a certain amount of, I think Mark Manson said it in his book, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck, who I can't get on the podcast. They can't get him or Tucker Max. I've tried to get them both on. You remember Tucker Max? I hope they serve beer in hell. No. I remember the other guy that you were talking about. Tucker Max is the single. He wrote the funniest book that's ever been that's ever been put in print. It's. I hope they serve beer in hell. That is, that is the funniest book that's ever been printed. Um. But I think Mark Manson said it best. Is he was like, um, don't. There's no such thing as like a life without problems. Kind of playing on Buddhism, right? Life is suffering, and that's a hard. That's a hard thing to accept. But he was like, don't don't think about the life you want where there are no problems because there is no such thing as no problems. Think about the problems you want to have. And so for me, I try to look at it as like, what are good problems? I've got to crush all these audiobooks because I've got all these guests lined up. Like problems, sure. I can't play video games and I can't. Like I just finished 15 days of just authors nonstop. This podcast right now with you is the first one that's like, probably since we last spoke in early October it's been nothing but authors since then it's but it's a good problem to have a yeah. problem but it's Suffer a good success yeah, that's what I mean though it's like I had to do that right like college and we're doing 30 minutes sharp and I have to have the, and it's great because it's like the thing is working right the podcast is getting funded I'm getting paid now it's all you know what I wanted is coming true but even then it was like man i want to just fucking you know wear my baggy nasa shirt with a hoodie and just you know talk to warren about bestiality and fucking alan watts's corpse you know yeah but then if this is all i had within a within a week i would be like man i wish i had someone like some best-selling authors again have a real conversation and so i don't know maybe there's a certain thing you have to just accept that like this is what ramdas used to say You'd be like, there's always this uh, if or uh, when, you know, you're in the hot tub. Oh, this is nice. If only you had some, like, bubbles. And then you get the bubbles. Oh, this is great. You know what would really make this? Grass is always greener yeah. and everyone's yeah. greedy, right? So. Yeah. yeah. 
But Ramdas would be like, you know what would really make this great? Some wine. He's like, and then you get the wine in the hot tub. And now, what about some smoke? Maybe a little ganja? Okay, so now you get some nice vibes going. Get some music playing. Now we're really talking. Get the munchies. Have a cheese board. You know what? How about some women? How about some ladies or, or some guys? Whatever you want. Now, okay, now we're at it. But how long does that last before it's... Let's go to dinner. Dinner's great. Let's go to the movie. The movie was great. Let's go get, let's go get some ice cream. Get some ice cream. Let's go, oh, let's go watch the late night show. Let's watch. Let's go make love. Let's go make love. That was good. Let's go to sleep. Pass out. You wake up the next morning. You're at it again. He's like, it's always... It's just around the corner. It's just right there. You just can barely grab it. It's just right there. And this, will, the drag. Right. and this will go on hour after hour. And next thing you know, it's been 40 years. And you're almost there. And I think about that with this. Like, I'm I'm almost there, Warren. If I can just get this. I've got the funding now, and I'm losing weight, right? And I'm almost about to move out and my parents maybe this summer, right? And it's, I'm there. When I get there, Warren, then I have found happiness and all of my problems are gone. Until I'm there, and I'm like, man, it'd be really nice to be in a relationship. Man, it'd be really nice to, ooh, to get a get a nice car i want a home now not an apartment i want a home because my own home will be my doom and it just keeps going it's going it's going and then it's like i'm dementia riddled and i can't find my cane and i don't know the difference between my dog and my nurse and i just found out for the fifth day in a row that warren died but because i have short-term memory loss every day i just have to relive that warren's dead and then you die and it's what happened so i don't know do you just find so that being said what i try to do now because i meditate every day before i do a podcast is instead of looking out at like i want to move to hawaii or tokyo and then i want to have a lamborghini and i want to now i try to just look at it i'm like what do i want to do today and i'm like man right now i'm playing hitman 2 on xbox and i really like hitman 2 i've got a good audiobook i think i had hitman it is fantastic. And I'm going to talk to Warren today. And I've got some hard-boiled eggs that I'm going to eat later. Maybe a little salt. Maybe a little sriracha. I don't know. Maybe have some chips with hummus. going to play Hitman too, And I'm going to go really wild, Warren. I'm going to let my hair down. And I'm not listening to an audiobook. I'm going to actually put the volume on the video game. And I'm just going to take that win. <laughs> just That is a win, dude. That is, is a win. I think that's what I mean, though. I'm not, stop wishing for the billion dollars and the, I'm gonna fucking rule the world and I'm gonna solve all the problems and I just just take this win. Just take them, take them one at a time. Have the other feeling in the back burner when you need it, right? Keep your domain, keep your kingdom small, and defend it. Don't be a Napoleon or a Hitler. Don't invade Russia in the winter. Just strengthen your walls. Pull up the drawbridge. Just enjoy it, man. Because ultimately. We're just on this big iron silicate fucking rock and just floating in nothingness. None of it matters. None of it matters. We just, I mean, what? If you're lucky, you live to 100 years in a 13 billion year old universe. I mean, let's say you get radical life extension. Let's say you're some Bezos motherfucker and you live to your 5,000. Even then, what is 5,000? It's nothing. Nothing. You would see. You would see some crazy. You would. Crazy stuff over five thousand. Well, I think. So I had a. She dead. 
Who? I honestly don't know. My great grandmother, she lived past like 102. Jesus. Yeah, Obama sent her a letter. He's like, come on, man. It's like, yeah. Welfare wasn't meant for you. <laughs> My systems aren't going to work with greedy hoes like you. All right? Yeah. I respect strong. the game, but, you know. But I'm like, dude, this person, like, and this, this was 102 back when I was a kid. So now that I'm thinking about it, they're definitely dead. But I was like, dude, grandma was around for, you know, when Henry Ford was like making cars popular. Fuck. And then, and then like, when was it? When did fucking like early 1900s, Kitty Hawk, North Carolina, the Wright brothers? 1902. She saw saw the assembly line of cars being popularized. She saw probably the first plane ever, ever launch anywhere. She saw the the development of that World War One, World War Two, the Great Depression, the Roaring Twenties, right? The Cold War, the space program, Vietnam, Woodstock, AOL, like, <laughs> AOL, AOL, like Microsoft, Apple, right? Like Korea, they the Y two K was like when she was getting really old and crotchety, but still, and like, and I'm like, could you imagine? I mean, a hundred years, so small, but like. At the same so time, much. That's insane. That yeah, that's, that's got to be insane. Like right now, that would mean that, like, if I'm thirty, like I'm still in the first act. Yeah, I you haven't had your Great Depression. Yeah, while we're we're about to. Hell yeah, man! Fucking twenty. The, the roaring nineteen twenties, nineteen twenties part two. Dude, that would be kind of sick. That would I, be I so sick. Now. It would be so sick if we had part two. I mean, I'm down for a crash in like 27, 28. When was it? 29? Short it. Bulls market. Easy win. Give us a good nine years, man. I'm down to ride this bitch out. Why not? Dude, That's why I work for the industrial, military industrial complex. Recession proof. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, man, I mean, man, with this podcast, I would absolutely sell out like talking points to like Boeing and Northrop. If it ever started to like stutter, I'd be like, hey, what points do you need? I would just bring them up. Hey, have you heard of the RQ-180? I mean, damn. They're saving lives. They're saving lives. They are saving lives. Now, I would just pull up areas of conflict and be like, you know who needs a good ass kicking? Just my two cents off the top of my head. These people right here. Just saying. And just push their agenda. And I will become a an extension of the deep state. I'll join the swamp. If it just means job security, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> you got really deep in that, man, but I'm glad you have like a pullout plan. I'm glad I you're... don't have a pullout plan, man. My pullout plan I'm, is to live stream the Alamo from my podcast. The revolution will be televised, it'll be live streamed. We're going down. Don't forget to smash that like button. Really helps out the channel, guys. Crack, crack. Oh, fuck, they're getting the armor piercing. Aren't subscribed. Buy some merch. It really helps me buy some bigger mags. Do, 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 do. Fuck the police. Don't forget to follow us on LinkedIn. On LinkedIn. LinkedIn. So they made Twitter stories. What? I don't know what that is. They, so you know, like, Instagram stories? Kind of. I'm, I'm, I'm borderline retarded. Have you you've been on Instagram in the past year? <laughs> yeah. So if you click on the profile, right? The circle, yeah, yeah the circles on the top. You get like your daily, like ten second pictures, videos, yeah. those are stories. Okay. 
this is good. I'm really, you know, this might be ahead of your viewer base by quite a few years. But so that's a thing. LinkedIn got LinkedIn stories. Okay. And Snapchat had was one of the original ones to do stories where Instagram stole it from because Instagram and Facebook are one. Facebook got stories. So everyone's getting stories. Twitter got stories. But everyone, you know, I, I didn't know where that was going to go. Every, they, they're all slowly getting homogenized. Yeah, everything's becoming the same. Just Twitter's going to allow you to type longer things, and now they have... And, and now there'll be Facebook, and then Reddit is, right? Reddit is, they allow, like, multi-picture posts now, so now you can get on and scroll right. They're just all becoming the same sea of shit. But they're optimizing from each of their own starting points. Yes, Yes, you know what fucking, you know what to me is just a dead place that I, I log in to post my podcast. I haven't checked my inbox. I have like a thousand messages that I just don't even look. Is Reddit. There's something about Reddit with all those awards and all those just people typing out the same shit. Like this. Thanks, kind stranger. That it just, I can't, I stopped using it around July. I just can't do it yeah, anymore. It just I, boils my fucking blood. It. it just, I just hate is a strong word and i fucking hate it and it's but at the same time like i why does it suck because they're selling out there's ads on everything but god damn it dude if i created reddit fuck yeah i'd be selling out jump ship man get that money never work a day in your life again you know why people people are so against the changing of something that's like not theirs maybe it's their community right sure but like when when reddit started doing ads and stuff do get your bread like you don't owe anyone anything you made them something they use all the time it's a service what i do hate though is they put ads on my subreddit funner history which has twenty one thousand members that started as just me making photoshops of fake history like f-15s in world war one they do run ads and i looked at their cpm and i also was and i calculated that by the number of people there the number of daily users reddit makes something like four hundred dollars a day off my subreddit that I don't get anything for. And I started it with like hundreds of hours of Photoshop. So I kind of fucking hate them. Give me some of that bread and I'll shut up. But they're not giving me any. Do them. No, it's in their terms of service that like if you put content on there, it's theirs. So I mean, there's nothing I can do except bitch and pout on my podcast. Well, you're doing a good job at that. So I'm glad you're trying. Sorry, I interrupted you though. Yeah, get that bread because they're giving you a free service. You don't owe them anything. Wait, now I want to go to, what was the r slash? Funner history. F-U-N-N-E-R. Purposely spelled retardedly. Well done. And I'll like, I'll post my own podcast there and people will be like, stop posting your shitty podcast. And I'll be like, I started this subreddit. Fuck off. I like it. There are some good, good photos on here. I mean, I haven't posted in probably nine months. It like yeah. it's been taken over by its own community. It's become autonomous. I don't even know what it's about anymore. It's just a shit show. Probably devolved, and it's probably just devolved into anti-Semitism at this point. I feel like that's what unregulated shit always morphs into. Just anti-Semitic. It becomes more and more degenerate. That's like the entropy of like digital platforms. If you don't touch it, it moves to a state of anti-Semitism. <laughs> Like that could be an equation, right? Like Delta A S, Del- uh, Delta Star of David. Like, 
<laughs> I don't see any anti-Semitic posts I'm yet. Sure, but not yet, but if you leave it there long enough. I mean, right? It's like those those AI bots they put on, like Microsoft AI bot. or Don't they always turn into like Hitler within like 48 hours? Yeah, people just go and they, make them hate Jews. They feed it shit, yeah. Eventually it leads to like, I mean, even with funner history, it's eventually led to like, you know, it's eventually always leads to like the USS Liberty <laughs> memes or something. And it's just like never forget. <laughs> like, I think that's right. just the that's like a law. That's like an accepted law. From more Kim Jong Un invites. Oh, is this this is my subreddit? Kim Jong Un invites. <laughs> it just looks so good. <laughs> Fuck yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, like some people post some dope shit. That's fucking. There are some funny ones. Oh no, there are some good ones. It's not. It's not completely BS anti-Semitism yet. Not yet. Yeah, I'm scrolling through it right now. But see these fucking ads promoted. Yeah, there's a ton of them. Yeah, they get a lot of money, and I don't get. I believe it. If I got four hundred dollars a day, man, I mean that's what that's what that's over like a hundred and twenty thousand a year. What? Right. It's a hundred four thousand a year. Fuck, I can't do math. But still, if I could get a hundred and four thousand, all I ever wanted was to be my own boss, and that's the thing that I started. I pushed it. You know how I got it so big? It didn't trend. It's all I did was cross post it, gorilla post it. Like, hey, you should check this out. I built that thing from the ground up, and they, I am Steve Jobs, and they kicked me out of my own board, even though they didn't kick me out. I'm still gonna put myself. They haven't. They haven't kicked you. They out haven't at done all. anything. Just let me compare myself to Steve Jobs this once. Can I have anything nice, Warren? Not at all. Not at all. Okay, all right. Me. So, do you think that we're moving into a dystopia, or that this was always inevitable? Because I'm That's looking a at big jump. That's looking, a big jump straight off the Reddit conversation. Not, not really, because I'm looking at your background photo, and everyone in the '70s thought that. Surely enough, one day we'll have guidance on the moon. But like, this was during the Cold War. Everyone was doing drills to hide under their desk for nukes. That's true. What do you mean? Are we living in a worse time? They thought the moon was made out of cheese until men walked on it. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, that conversation's over. I just got fucking owned. No, no, no. That's fine. You that's, just, that's you just, okay. you I just think? checkmated me. You just checkmated my nutsack. So I don't I don't watch a lot of news, but I think I am the news. People because of the internet, shut up. Because of the, <laughs> because we're we're more connected now than in the eighties or seventies, right? Yeah. Easier to find bad news, it's easier to find good news. Sure. It's easier for shitty people to become anonymous and, you know, send you death threats on Twitter. Yeah. Um, even if you're just trying to send a meme beaming satellite to space, they just wanna yeah. you know. But um I think overall, like, crime statistics are going down. I don't know about, like, fascism being a thing. Like, 1984, if there's something I'm nervous about, it's my roommate's Alexa in our kitchen that I unplug every time she leaves the house. Me too. I unplug my parents. Fuck that thing. I'm so paranoid about that. that. But I carry around my phone because no one's listening to me on that. (laughs) I I don't know. I don't know if I... That's that's the sort of thing too. You're one hundred percent being listened to on your phone. Yeah, yeah, at, at I believe time, that at all times. 
You ever read any James Bamford's books on the NSA? They're listening to everything. Really? Not just if you're a target of interest. That's like old school. That's old school target of interest. You are now. Everything's being recorded. Probably AI searched for keywords. Everything. Well, your voice is a hundred times more unique than your fingerprint. So, yeah, they're listening to everything. But point being, that's a good point. Because right after 1945, it's gone down on a logarithmic scale. It's gone down. The total, the total and percentage number of deaths has gone down nonstop since 1945. Every year, it's gone down. All of human history, it went up until 1945. And then it went down. So, I mean, hell, if that's not a thesis for why the A-bomb works, dropped it twice, and we changed the game. No more crime, guys. We're done. Just (laughs) our job's done here, boys. Wrap it up. That's funny. I mean, but, but, no, the logarithmic drop starts on August 9th. I'm not making that up. I'm, yeah. Probably <laughs> because every country in the world simultaneously clenched their butt cheeks. And That's thus, like, the A bomb works. This, I think there's trickle down in that. Yeah, I think you just don't want to accept it. The A bomb brought are world you, peace. Are you straight edge if you got hit with a belt as a kid? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I'd say probably. Yeah, I'd if say. you've taken a few punches, you definitely don't want to fuck around. You definitely don't, fu- you definitely don't fuck around, yeah. <laughs> but. I'm just saying the A-bomb dropped and then maybe a lot of people step back and they're like, I'm going to start abusing my kids. And now we just have a lot of good kids. So which one's worse, abusing kids or mowing people down on the beach with a 50 cal? Well, I think, you know, there's context to both. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just looking at gross murders from violence. Gross murder? Oh, I think abuse is way higher up. I oh, think sure, abuse- sure. I'm looking at total deaths from human war going yeah. down from 45. Because you can't... Oh, from you can't, war. No, for just from, yeah, from total, from violence. So it's all going down. So it's like no matter what, as long as it's short of murder, you still have wiggle room to, like, get better. If you're dead, you can't, like, undo it, right? You can, like... Maybe you can go to ther- sure. You can go to, like, therapy and maybe try to work through, like, an abusive childhood with a parent, maybe rekindle a relationship later on. You can't go up to that Nazi whose throat you cut 30 years later and be like, have you thought about maybe giving up Nazism? Like, no, it's a corpse with maggots going through its eyes. Like, it's not coming back. The shadow is burned onto the bank in Tokyo or in, in Hiroshima. You can't go talk to that person. <laughs> well, I think on, on that note, I have to go to a different meeting, actually. Really? But, yeah, I had a 530 what today. What the fuck is wrong with you? Why didn't you tell I, me that? You said we were going to be lovers forever. You got 45 seconds. <laughs> what's a, what's the latest on meme sat? What are we doing for 45 seconds? Uh, meme sat? We're, uh, we actually, we're, we're starting to get parts in. Like you're physically starting to assemble it? Um, portions. But we have, we have a general idea. Uh, we have a, a couple custom boards that are being designed currently. Um, and it just took a while to spin that up, like as far as getting the getting the students to work on that, and, like know what they're designing for. Um, but yeah, no, we're getting we're getting like the main computers in, we're getting the memory in that's gonna hold all the memes. Fucking hell, dude! It's starting. 
I know. This is the apocalypse. But it's like that meme, you know, like the the coffin dance meme. You know the coffin dance meme. I, there's a great. I saw a great meme. It was like, I love you guys, my internet bros, because an asteroid could be coming at the planet, and the only thing that would be going around is there'd be like memes of like the guys carrying the Earth, like just like just fucking oh, laughing. Yeah, just laughing until the end. That's what I love about it. It's like we're just a contested election. Is there going to be a coup? COVID, China, and Warren's like, so we're getting the pieces in for meme set. <laughs> All right, Tommy, hands in. What the fuck? (sighs) Memes on three. One, two, three. Memes. All right. All right. I love you, buddy. Stay safe. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. I'll talk to you later. All right, man. Peace.